ever buy your plugins from Plugin Boutique? If it's your store of choice, why not visit using our affiliate link so that we get a percentage of the clams from the sale without changing the amount you pay? You can find that link on a4ppodcast.com or in the episode description, alongside affiliate links for Loot Master's sample packs and Loot Cloud subscriptions. Nice! Welcome to Appetite for Production. It's your source of alternative facts in the plugin world. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're a post-fact podcast. Am I right, James? We're going to be chatting through all the latest and greatest music tech news and views. We're going to show you uh, some new plugins. We're going to show you some new door-related news. Oh, okay. How very exciting. I mean, you wouldn't expect that sort of thing in January, but maybe things are happening that I don't know about and haven't heard about. Yeah, they are. The world continues to move, <laughs> even if you're sitting in your house. <laughs> oh, wow, wicked. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, let's uh, crack on with some appetite for production, shall we, fellow? Let's do it. Uh, Timmy, I, you know, I've been listening back to recent episodes and I do uh, notice that I'm sort of, I tend to sound a little fucking bored sometimes. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> How is that even possible? There'll be segments where I'm just like, yeah, I guess that this is... Uh, um, That's just your today, laconic style, mate. Is that how you say yeah, that word? But today I, I might be a bit down-tempo because... Oh, wow. uh, my teeth are all fucked, basically. When did this start uh, happening? Because this wasn't a problem last time. No, I mean, this. I, I had one tooth which was giving me some problems for a while, but I was, I was giving it the old, uh, the old ignore and hope it'll get better on its own somehow. <laughs> yeah, that always works. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with dentistry. Like you, oh, hell yeah. Just leave it. It'll be fine. Yeah, right. Uh, but yeah. Then a few days ago, one tooth, another place in my mouth started really banging. And I was like, ah, and yeah, that got worse and worse. I thought it would get better and better again, but it got worse and worse, mate. Oh, no. So what is there, like some kind of hole in one of your teeth or something? Uh, it's it's a tooth that's had massive fillings in the past. And now basically I was worried that it would be an abscess or something, but it's not an abscess. Basically, I've been in a lot of pain and I've been oh. on a lot of pills. Oh, no. Uh, self, hey, Self-medicating. Hey, hey, don't spare the details what pain have you been on? <laughs> I've just been on ibuprofen for now, oh, but it that, has been working. I, don't, I feel like ibuprofen doesn't really do that much. Uh, well, it has been. It's been making it a lot better. Oh, that's good. Basically, I was at the point where I touched my jaw together and it pangs oh, me Oh, no, pain. that sounds horrible. So i got to go back. I've got this whole dentist report from today, my emergency uh, sesh, and uh, i got to go back tomorrow and have like a filling to, not really for a filling's sake, but to take out some of the nerve uh, to relieve the pain. And basically, that tooth is gone, uh, but I'm going to have to either have a root canal or have it taken out. Uh, but apparently, they did an x-ray, and the roots curve back oh. yeah, so this the, either one of those things is not going to be very successful at all um oh, no. <laughs> that sounds awful man the roots are apparently like very close to the sinus as well so uh yeah good luck with that oh mate. god it sounds like your head is completely broken is that a fair <laughs> assessment I, and i've got another filling elsewhere and the thing that was bothering me a good few weeks ago i have got 
How do you like this, Tim? I have got in my mouth, in the middle of my head, a baby tooth from when I was a little nipper still in there. Oh, wow. So they're gonna, are they going to remove that as well then? Uh, because it's now hurting me. Apparently it's got no roots left. Like probably my gum over time just clamped down on it and just destroyed the roots like a python. Oh my God. So yeah, that is hurting. And I'm probably going to have to take it out, which is sad for me because I wanted to, to have a baby tooth in my mouth for the rest of my life you know yeah right i mean the thing is if you do get a tooth taken out like one of your quote-unquote proper ones you could get a gold tooth or something badass like that (laughs) yeah this is true this is true yeah i i'm not averse to that i think i'm I'm into it yeah wicked Um, but i'm just worried man because once (laughs) i take this baby tooth that's like the last the last link i have with my childhood and maybe i'm like samson and that's where all my powers go hey look don't even worry about it buddy easy solution once they've taken it out have it put on a necklace and have it worn around your neck 24 7 basically i i definitely do want to keep it it's got filling in but i think because I'm now, what, 32 years old, if I put that tooth under my pillow, <laughs> I'm due to get, like, 20 grand or something by the morning. Oh, yeah, wicked. <laughs> <laughs> you'll get, you'll be able to invoice for it. It's all going to be worth it, man. Oh, blinding. That's wicked. <laughs> what have you been up to recently? Uh, not much has been happening, mate. Very little here. Though I can tell you an exclusive. Whoa. I've literally just signed up to the Able and live 11 beta mate ah, so okay um, i should well actually it's uh it's covered by um what's it called an nd nda 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 yeah. i rarely i rarely get to look at exciting new stuff so i probably shouldn't even <laughs> tell you that i'm on the beta or whatever but uh but yeah so um i'm gonna be taking a little look at ableton live 11 and when i'm allowed i can tell you all about it mm, that's good but haven't they already announced it and we know what's gonna be in it uh yeah but i can be like well this is good or not can't I? No, the the knowledge is public domain. The the good or not is something you can tell everyone. I get. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, I guess so. So yeah, so I'm gonna be checking out that that out. The main thing I'm concerned about is it is is it going to muck up my Ableton Live 10 projects? Can I still get into Ableton mm. Live 10? Is it going to cause me difficulties? Because if it is, that's going to make me a grumpy Timmy, buddy. Yeah, true. I mean, I, I think this is a good move for you because you are a beta. I am. I'm a beta male. And now I've got the version of Ableton Live 11 to prove it. Tim, what is the favourite door of someone who has been in a coma since 2004? Oh, is it uh, acid? No. Oh, is it reason? It's reason, my friend. Reason, yeah, it's still kicking about. And the news with reason is that it has gone on to, guess what? I don't know. A subscription service. Oh, what? That doesn't seem like a good idea. Recently, we had, uh, well, semi-recently, we had Reason 11, which uh, introduced the rack as a plugin, so you yes. could use the Reason rack that we know and love in your own door. Be that logic, be that. Uh, Are you just going to list all all VST compatible tools now? <laughs> this could be take that a while. Studio One, be that Reaper, be that Harrison Mixbus. <laughs> wow, that my favourite. What's the UAD Bitwig? one? Pop quiz. <laughs> uh, but yeah, now you can get that plus the Reason Door as a subscription service. 
what do you think of that? Uh, how, mu- how, okay. how much does, does the subscription cost, Clamboy? Mm. Well, obviously, there's a 30-day trial. But after that, you will pay 20 clams per month to get reason. Too much money. It's all right if you just need it quickly for a one-month period. Why, what possible circumstance would you need reason for one month? <laughs> uh, if you're working for a client who uses reason, or if you really want to get your hands on to, the... That seems to be a tiny, tiny population of people who have a client <laughs> who wants well, them to use reason. <laughs> Maybe you want to get your hands on the Rack plugin for a month to use your favourite devices, like the Audiomatic Retro Transformer, which is pretty cool. I think this this sounds bonkers to Timmy. And I tell you what, I was looking up Pro Tools stuff the other day and I noticed that they're on a subscription as well. But you can buy hmm. it for the cost yeah. of two years subscription. So oh, I didn't realise you can buy it. Why on earth I, wouldn't you buy it for the cost of two years subscription? Because you got a client, especially with Pro Tools. Well, that now that does seem more likely. That is client territory. Tell me more about Reason, James. Why have they done this? Look, you can still buy it properly. That's fine. I mean, I only really... Subscriptions only really get my back up when they're the only option, you know? They have done their best to hide the uh, the price for buying it outright. I bet they have, mate. They don't want you to get a good deal, that's why. They, they want those clams streaming mm-hmm. into that bank account. I think what you should do is watch the video of the link I sent you, and uh, we'll, we'll do some snarky commentary. Oh, wow, okay. Oh, it's got blinky blonky YouTube music. That is why we created Reason Plus, a subscription service for people who make music because they love it. The yeah. Okay. Design playground. The it's, it's the rack, Tim. Oh, wow. Reason's got a rack. <laughs> Blow me away. Just the sound you're looking for. How on earth are they going to justify this exactly? The rack can be used as a... Well, that's the thing. I don't see why does Reason need to be a subscription. Our included dog where you can record and edit your music. Fair enough. Reason plus companion app. Oh, you get a whole companion app. Every week. So you can get some up-to-date sounds. Um, I guess that's good. Paired with the perfect collection of effects. Just click install and you're ready to go. Mm. I don't know, man. This seems to be pitching Reason at kind of like hobbyists and stuff. And I just don't feel like Reason is the most uh, beginner-friendly bit of software these days, whereas it might have been back in the like early slash mid-noughties. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Have fun. See... I don't know if you missed that, but they 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 touted their legendary instruments and effects, which translation I think is twenty-year-old instruments yeah, and effects. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I mean, they've got plenty of new stuff. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, a lot of the uh, the value you get from it is in some pretty old stuff. It's still good. Yeah. But- oh, don't get me wrong. I I think the reasons. In fact, I'm just a big fan of old VSTs generally. I think there's some wicked stuff, basically. But I mm. yeah, I mean, I feel like twenty quid for like virtual instruments that you might have owned for years and years anyway. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Or two hundred clams for a whole year is. Eh, meh. Mm. I mean. You could get yourself the whole Slate bundle for cheaper, I believe, and all his tutorials and all his proper plugins and stuff like that, mm. and third-party plugins too. There are other options these days, but Reason have got quite a captivated user base still. 
Do they? How many people still use Reason? And I want an integer number, James. I can't give you an integer number, but I have heard second or third hand information coming out of the company that there's a surprising amount of people using it. <laughs> okay, well, I don't, I don't know what to believe, basically. Well, <laughs> I mean, you know, whatever it takes to pay the bills, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, obviously they had to call it Reason Plus. The companion app just sounds like another element of ball lake yeah right to right. Uh, another layer of ball lake to put uh on, on top of the reason experience yeah man um i don't think this is going to set the world on fire but let me be clear i don't hate on reason and uh i think some awesome music has been made in reason but it seems like this isn't <laughs> it doesn't feel like they have justified this uh subscription in any way do you know what i mean yeah I think for many years they failed to adapt, like uh, like Argos, you know, and uh, they were they were in danger of becoming irrelevant. So they're gonna, like Argos. So and much like Argos, they're going to be subsumed into Sainsbury's. Is that what's going to happen? Uh, yeah, I think that's that's the news coming out of the company right now. I feel like Argos has really come into its own in uh, lockdown time, but this is a, this is a discussion for another time. Basically, <laughs> I'm all for Argos, but I'm not all for Reason right now. But there are some cool things in the rack. I've had the Reason rack plugin installed since version 11, and have I reached for it? No, you haven't. No, God no. no. I, that's the thing. I, I do tend to forget what I've got installed, and the battle for which plugin I use is basically takes place in my head. Mm. Uh, when I, you know, I want an EQ. I think about the one I'm going to want. I decide, and then I go looking for it. I don't really uh, scan my uh, plugin folder that often to see the reason rack plugin yeah i mean how it's been working for me and as i'm sure i've mentioned before james i have tried to organize my fave presets and sounds in ableton live in mm. like um you know rack, the favorites yeah basically well yeah in like racks that i've no, not the favorites i've just in my user uh, yes. library i've just got racks and everything and do you know what that's been working out really flipping well for me and i feel like it's made it more productive hmm. i feel like maybe like the thing is an nks is fine or whatever but it's just for nks stuff i don't know it feels it feels like there's kind of like maybe some industry heads should get together and find some kind of way to make you know because there are good sounds in reason still yeah and in lots of other older plugins it feels like you know there could be some kind of way where you could say okay i want a really nice lead sound and maybe you mm -hmm. could be presented with some choices but this is we're kind of getting off the topic here basically but you know what i'm saying right that's got a sort of complete control feel to it that kind of idea, yeah, but yeah. obviously that's not reason. The, yes, yes, no, totally. But it's something that could maybe have old, you know, older plugins and new plugins and stuff integrated into it, so that you know when that when Subtractor or whatever does or Thor has the ideal sound for you, it's yeah. it can you know come come to the forefront somehow. But you know, to be fair, to be fair, reasons patches are all stored like regardless of synth and effect or combinator or whatever it is. You just got a patch. And that's it, cool. Whatever whatever devices load, they're the ones that load, and you get that sound. But I don't think they're very they're categorized in terms of like folder trees and stuff like oh, that. Ah, like pads, pads, keys, leads, bases. Uh, but I want I want a nice interactive tagging sort of method to to get that, mm. so you can just select a few things that you want and uh, audition the sounds too. That'd be great. Yes, sometimes you want a kind of sawtooth based bass sound. And it's not, you know, there, it feels like you have to jump through some hoops to find the th sort of thing that you're looking for. 
Maybe that's easier in uh, complete control. I don't know. I never really, I never really got totally invested in complete control. Yeah, I've, I definitely tried it, but it's it's a faff to set up basically, and I, I used it for a bit, but it's, it's not my go-to. I just I just load the plugins, man. I'm old school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Understandable. Choose your synth. Choose your effects. Load them up. I'm gonna bring this back to reason very very neatly. What's the clams on the uh, outright buying situation? Stopped looking for it when I realized I couldn't find it. Oh, they've really uh, hidden it well then in that case. Yeah, you can get your first month free apparently. But if you say get started free, they ask for your email address. I bet they do. And uh, support. Maybe maybe it's in the FAQ or something. Basically, yeah, it's... um, I don't know how much it is to buy outright. It really irritates me when companies do this. It feels like it's not consumer friendly. 309. Got it. Finally. Well, it's not it's not <laughs> so bad, but you can get like lot isn't Logic 180 still? Mm, 309 is like a year and a half of reason subscription. Well, that seems even crazier that they'd make you subscribe if it's only 18 months. Yeah, you can tell what they want you to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Most of like like when the companies don't want you to phone them, so they uh they make you go through several menus. Oh, absolutely. What what is it with getting customer support these days, man? It's outrageous. It just makes me not want to employ the services of any company if I can get away with it. Do you know what I mean? Maybe you should live off the grid. Maybe I should live off the grid. Unfortunately, as a music technology journalist, that is <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, fair game, reason. It's a subscription. If you want it, get it. I'm not particularly bothered. It's nice to have the option. They should make it easy to buy it outright. Why wouldn't you want customers who love your product so much that they just want to give you all their cash in one go? Take my money. Take my money, goddammit. Tim. Yes. Let, let me give you a little something else to make your blood boil. Okay, I'm raging. I'm raging already. <laughs> So this is a story from Music Radar. A US toddler (laughs) is releasing her debut electronic music album, which she produced using a MIDI before she was born. They're getting younger, Tim. Brilliant. Brilliant. This is great. Bedroom producers, they keep getting younger. They're 15, 12, 9, and now making music in utero. Why have you not monetized your child already, James? I want to know about that. It feels like you're really off the pace with this shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I should I should get on a TikTok or something and just, just like compilation videos of all his burps. Or uh, something like have that. you seen the album cover? Uh, yes. I am vetoing this reality, basically. <laughs> I'm just, I don't, I don't want to stop the world. I want to get off. So this record is called Sounds of the Unborn, and it's coming out in <laughs> April. And uh, obviously it was, it was made by her parents, but uh, the MIDI that was uh, generated for the album was basically uh, generatively produced by the movements of said baby while in the womb. Ugh. Now, we've discussed a lot of crazy MIDI stuff before, especially in our patron-only episodes. But this, this uh, I don't think we've talked about this particular device. It's called the MIDI Biodata Sonication Device. Oh, wow, wicked. I think, uh, let me see, uh, we, there was a little discussion on Twitter recently about which thing we've, we have talked about. And another thing that uh, someone pointed out to us called Music of the Plants. Uh, oh, yeah, which, we've talked about this before, right? 
Well, we talked about something called plant wave, which was a device where you put pads on the leaves of plants and the the noise electrical signals that are completely meaningless are turned into equally meaningless MIDI signals. Mm, Yeah, wicked. Uh, There's music of the plants and there's this, the MIDI biodata sonication device, which we're talking about with the the toddler thing. And that, if you go to their website, guess what that's hooked up to? It's hooked up to a flipping plant, mate. I've got it in front of me right now. (laughs) If you click on the link in this story for the actual record label website for the release of this thing, there should be some pictures of them actually recording uh, this album. Yes, I can see it. Oh, no, no. And so oh. the, the the MIDI biodata sonication device is hooked up to the woman's pregnant belly, but it does, is also uh, surrounded by what, Tim? Plants, mate. F- Plants. All kinds of succulents and ferns. <laughs> exactly. That is where we are in music these days. It's It's... Get a plant or some kind of living thing that generates random movements and electrical impulses. Get some product which turns that into MIDI and then put it through a load of synths. And uh, the baby made the music, Tim. The baby made the music. These people need to get a job, James. This is unacceptable. This is not moving society (laughs) forward in any way. According to the Music Radar article, uh, I'm going to quote here, Sounds of the Unborn was mixed in 2020 after Luca had been born. This meant that she was able to join her parents in the studio where... According to Sacred Bones records, she was fully aware of what was yeah, happening. Yeah, 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 yeah. She was like, oh, mate, the highs are a bit brittle. <laughs> I mean, honestly, when I'm in the studio doing some mixing, I'm not fully aware. No, no, no. <laughs> Congratulations on finding a story that has really, really irritated me. James, who is this for? Who is this for exactly? It, uh, I'll, I'll, I've said it before and I'll say it again. Hippies, Tim. Oh, God damn it. I just, I feel like that I'm playing into the hands of these people and the hippies by talking about this and getting upset about it. I just can't help myself, James. <laughs> it's, it's really annoying. They've really, they've really done a fantastic job of being annoying on this one. It's outrage marketing. It's like the Gillette advert or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. And you're we're right. playing right into their hands. Oh, God damn it. So, so grimly predictable. I'm going to go for a shave. Right, Tim, here's a new plugin for you. It's, uh, it's been a while since we've talked about many plugins and stuff. <laughs> yeah, we don't really talk about plugins on this podcast, do we? <laughs> we haven't done that much for a while, actually. <laughs> new stuff, at least. Uh, this plugin called Fold by Delta Sound Labs. It is a distortion. Mm. Uh, fold, of course, is wave folding, like folding the wave back on itself to create distortion. Delta Sound Labs have more experience in uh, modular hardware design, so they've, uh, they've taken that to the world of software to uh, create a distortion that's apparently a little bit different. Oh, really? I mm, will see about yeah, that. Yeah, we'll be we, the Timmy? judges of that Delta <laughs> Sound Labs. Uh, it's not just got wave folding, it's also got bit, bit crushing and a standard kind of drive, and there are three LFOs on there. Uh, hang on, no, sorry, there are four LFOs. Oh, oh mate, three, get your facts right. Each with three waveforms. Let's check out this video, and uh, you can tell me what we think. Go! Oh, nice graphics. I'll give them that. Yeah. 
What's up, fam? Michael Babbitt from Ilio, and I'm going to show you today a brand new wave folding plugin from Delta Sound Labs. Show us Michael Babbitt from Ilio. Woo! I am pumped. Oh, original. Ooh. And Source. with fold. So hang on, is this, it's not an instrument, it's an effect, is that right? It's an effect, it's distortion effect, baby. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> well, it sure sounds nice from that demo. It sounds, sounds very justice to me, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, sure. The fold knob folds the waveform back on itself. Do you understand, Tim? Yes, I understand, folding waveforms, yes, yes. Well, $49 isn't too bad. And super cool. So you got drive, you got fold, you got crew. You got filters and you got effects. I see, so it must have some built in effects, I guess. Other effects, multi effects. Oh, God, they've got nice. four flipping layered things here. What's going yeah, on? Yeah, here's oh, how it sounds with fold. fold. Is it more? Huh? Here's a great example. Yeah. Hear the musicality. Decent enough. I've turned the high pass. I mean, up a little bit the thing is, I don't love it that much. I don't think it's that convincing. I always say that about digital distortion, though. I don't think digital distortion is going to sound like analog distortion anytime soon, buddy. The sound is being fully Let me tell you this, James. I want to hear 808s through it because that's really all I care about. That's the true test of a distortion effect. For example, come on, Michael Babbitt. So this has got a lot of modulation, this example that's coming up. Frequency knob to cut that off. Yeah, I don't know. Look, let me tell you oh, this, James. Here it is. Here it is. Okay, now it's fold. You can stop it if you want. It sounds it sounds decent enough. Do you know I am gonna stop it right there? So I can wax lyrical about distortion. Listen Please. listen to me, James. Look. Elephant in the room. Distortion doesn't actually sound that nice ever. Right? <laughs> no one uh, really likes the sound of distortion. I think you're wrong. D tell me. I like the sound of distortion. It's crushing um, electric guitars. Okay, I think electric guitars are the one sort of case where you really do want loads of distortion. But you, you dance music types don't really get that much benefit out of it. No, I think in sort of dance music and electronic music, while there is distortion short, like on 303s and sometimes on 808s, I prefer more subtle stuff, just bringing out the highs a little bit or whatever, a little bit of saturation, do you know what I'm saturation. saying? Saturation. Saturation, baby. What... I like I like a gentle touch, you know? I'm sophisticated. Um, <laughs> but, but I have to say... This sounds decent enough, and certainly that first example with the sawtooth, sawtooth shears, that sounded good. And I tell you what, if you do want to make a flip in Justice slash Daft Punk style uh, sort of uh, air stats uh, guitar, electric guitar that you're actually making with a synth, this seems like a great, great idea. What do you reckon? 
I, I completely agree with you. I don't see any problem with it. I don't like it particularly. It's not that convincing as a distortion to me. I like uh, I like a bit of crunch, a bit of muff. You know me. Well, the thing um, is, maybe they're not going for your muff, James. Maybe they don't want to emulate uh, an analog thing. Sure. Maybe they want to sound like something something different, you know? Crisp digital distortion. But for $49, I, uh, I, I'm going to let them off. Hey, me? I like that price, basically. So, you know, maybe if there's a demo version, I'll try uh, whacking some uh, 808s through it and uh, see what happens. Um, I don't know if there is a demo version, actually. Ah, who doesn't do a demo version? I know. The jury's out. That is Fold by Delta Sound Labs. Three types of distortion. It might be be the next big thing, James. I wouldn't write it off until you've had a play with it, all right? Tim, you're a uh, peacenik-loving hippie type who wants to save the penguins or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, nuke nuke the whales. Yeah, like, I've got to admit, basically, deep down, I am a bit of a hippie, as much as I hate hippies. Self-loathing hippie, you might say. Um, (laughs) Let's, I tell you what, it's a crazy idea. Instead of destroying the planet in a quest for kind of ever-increasing profit why don't we make it a nice place to live i mean you know call me crazy buddy what do you reckon and how would we do that um, in a sort of sample and soundware focused oh, why way? Oh, why in a music tech context? <laughs> yeah. Um, you've got me on that one, buddy. Maybe maybe someone's come up with a plan for that. Maybe shift from uh, hardware to software so we don't... Uh, so that we're not sending a bunch of people down into the synth mines in Southeast Asia to, to, for all our music tech goodies. Well, in all seriousness, you, using virtual instruments and effects is certainly kinder to the planet than uh, digging up all the precious metals out of the earth and using real hardware so yes i think that's actually right actually uh anyway this uh, this story that we're actually going to talk about is uh is campaign group djs for climate change hell yes uh, sign me sorry. up no that that's the other that's the right-wing djs this is djs <laughs> for climate action oh, okay okay yeah 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 <laughs> I, yeah so- Right wing, left wing, it's all basically the same thing, right? (laughs) And those people have teamed up with Greenpeace to uh, create a free sample pack. Yes, um, I'm going to tell you, James, I actually saw this link when you sent me a Music Radar story earlier. And I, uh, I've signed up for the uh, for the download, but in typical inefficient hippie fashion, the link has not arrived in my <laughs> inbox. So oh. well done, well done, hippies! You've failed to affect any material change yet again. It's like shopping at an organic food store. You know, there's you could just walk out with the stuff. They don't they weigh don't, it properly. They, hey, look, they're vegans. <laughs> they don't have the strength to either chase you or wrestle you to the ground. So you can. You can do what you want. <laughs> That's why they're losing. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. This this is why the left is inherently flawed and will fail. But yeah, it's nice to see they do this thing. I mean, I think I read something about synthesized whale noises. Uh, so if you know anything mm. about me, you know uh, that's right up my flipping alley. Oh, yeah. Mm. Basically, the idea behind this sound pack is that you sign up, you download it, and uh, you answer the question in an audio form, what does our future sound like? Oh. Using the sound 
back. That's cool. And I believe they're going to, they've got a kind of uh, a jury put together and they're going to decide, you can you can send them some of your tunes that you make with this and they're going to press up a green vinyl or something like that. And they also say... <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's all press up a green vinyl. I know, I know. Well, look, that's, that's, that's material waste right there. You want to release a nice digital WAV, which sounds better than vinyl anyway. Um, so it says all the sounds are royalty free, so you can so they can be used in your own music. Brilliant, thumbs up. The only request is that you credit Greenpeace and DJs for climate action where possible. Well, let me tell you, James, that will not be possible because <laughs> record labels never have a clue about that sort of thing. So yeah, good luck with uh, letting that happen. Um, but the yeah, pack. but I'm very keen to actually hear these sounds. I mean, I mean, I'm really hoping they do actually turn up because this is right up my alley, buddy. The pack was created by a team of electronic music producers and it's available as a 536 megabyte zip file. Mm -hmm. uh, let, me, let me tell you what you're going to get when you crack open your peace-loving, uh, uh, environmentally friendly, mm. uh, ethically sound sample pack. You're going to get Hey, they 11... didn't say it was ethically produced, mate. So <laughs> it, was, yeah, uh, it was actually subcontracted to Hans Zimmer's uh, warehouse of... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> orphans <laughs> you'll make it the environmental sounds now <laughs> so what's in the pack what's in the pack 11 unprocessed field recordings of the amazon antarctica mm. papua new guinea etc mm -hmm. I, I don't know i don't know what the etc is because you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> those are quite diverse places the amazon antarctica and papua new guinea yeah uh, maybe Alta Mongolia sound pack. I don't know. Mm. Uh, 75 percussion and drum loops, Ooh. including Rainstorm Shaker, Amazon Night, Dragging Palms, <laughs> and Ship Kitchen. I wonder oh, what yeah. Dragging Palms is. I d it sounds like some hippie thing where they literally drag some flipping fronds around or whatever. I've got to no, say... No, 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 no. They squat onto the ground, they put their palms on the ground, and they pull themselves forward like a dog rubbing its glands on the carpet. Oh, no. Oh, awful, awful. Dragging um, palms. I'm not really sure Ship Kitchen is going to be up my alley, though. <laughs> I don't, I don't think I don't reckon that's going to sound nice or chill. I don't think a ship kitchen is um, very environmentally sound. You know, you, people had to mine all that ore yeah. to uh, smelt it down to make that ship. What are you going to are you going to put that ore back in the ground? Are you? Are you? Are you? Indeed, mate. Indeed. What else have we got in there? A 53 melodic vocal bass and FX hits, including Killer Whale Bass, Ooh. Underwater Ambient, Blub, Ice Creeks, Creaky, and Waves Glitch. Mm, glitch, please. <laughs> and finally, 38 drum hits, uh, including Oil Squelch, Oil Squelch Clap. <laughs> oil Squelch Clap? I thought they don't want oil spills. Yeah, it's like like the sound of a puffin that's been caught oh, in an no, oil that's slick. that's depressing. Slapping its wings together. Oh, man. Uh, Penguin Guiro. Is it Guiro? Let's, hey, let's not even try and pronounce anything. Guiro. Let's not bother. Tree cut snare. Oh no, the poor trees. They have feelings uh, yeah. too, you know. They 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 cut down literally two hundred trees in the in the quest to find the perfect tree cut snare. Oh, yeah, 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 wicked. But you've got to be a perfectionist. And finally, insect hat, which, of course, insects are all we're going to be eating after the apocalypse. Isn't that right, Timmy? Absolutely. So is this a hat for an insect or a hat made out of insects? 
Awesome. I'm pretty sure it's a hat made out of insects. A hat on an insect wouldn't make any sense, Tim. Hey, look, now I'll tell you, James, I really want to save the planet, but if, if we're literally sat around eating literal insects and not some kind of insect powder that's been turned into like a sort of facsimile of a burger, I, I mm. am I'm getting off the planet once again, basically. <laughs> I'm uh, not, not happy with that. Insects are gross, mate. They're disgusting. Save the whales, though. They're lovely. <laughs> Something else that I've uh, seen in the news recently, which I've been excited about, which is not even connected to music technology at all. Have you seen mm -hmm. that they've leaked the Xbox 360 version of GoldenEye? <laughs> no. Yes. It's, um, there was a conversion of it. It never came wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you mean it never? something that never came it's out? It's a legit thing that presumably never came out due to licensing reasons. Oh, So I okay. am very keen to check that out, buddy. And you know that I recently bought an Xbox 360 because I always want to stay like 10 you years behind technology. Well, I tell you what, mate. Similarly, I just picked up a Sony PSP One, the hottest console of 2005. So, uh, did I tell you that I got a Sony PSP recently? No, <laughs> I oh, did. My days, mate. Wicked. Oh, we're. Do you know why? PSP buddies, tell me why. Because I was playing too much Xbox 360. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, you get another console. Absolutely <laughs> flawless logic. I love it. Yeah. Well. With the PSP, I could just play at home and sate my appetite for uh, console stuff before I get into the office. Yeah, I mean, I feel like having a PSP and being able to play PlayStation games in bed is definitely going to help with my insomnia <laughs> issues. So it sounds like our lives are really coming together. What games have you got? Uh, I uh, bought a little eBay bundle. I got uh, GTA Vice City Stories. Oh, sick. Uh, I think he's got, it's got Metal Gear Solid. I haven't dipped into oh, it. Oh, you it's lucky got, bastard. I think it came with Splinter Cell or something. Oh, amazing. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm, uh, I'm good. Not that I've, I've, to be honest though, I haven't actually really played on it very much because the screen's too small. I can't play GTA on a tiny screen. What, really? Do you know, I've been finding it brilliant. It has replaced all of my other consoles, including the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> There's no Joy-Con drift with the PSP, buddy. I think it's absolutely <laughs> wicked. Well, at some point, We'll have to uh, play a bit of uh, multiplayer PSP, mate, or whatever, and uh, set yeah. the world on fire with our gaming skills. I'd say we are only on the upward tick. Right yeah, now, I know things I, are looking positive for 2021. <laughs> Let's do this. <laughs> So, Tim, have you heard about the kerfuffle with PRS? PRS for music. No, I haven't, actually. What's going on? Well, PRS for music are, as you know, the people who um, collect rights for musicians in the UK. <laughs> they don't no, collect rights. True. They collect royalties. I, I misspoke. <laughs> they collect royalties uh, based on the rights of people who write and perform music. Yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you, mate. I've been a member of PRS for years. I still don't really understand how rights work at all. It seems Byzantine, frankly. Basically, last year, PRS for Music uh, decided to uh, start charging people who were live streaming musical events. Okay. And last year, a lot of people were live streaming musical events because it's the only thing a lot of people could do. Sure. Uh, what they wanted to do is any live streamed event that was uh, charged for by the person who set it up it was going to be charged at a rate of between 8% and 17%. That's a lot of percents, Tim. 
Yeah, right. I see. I mean, I guess if you're, I mean, I guess this this is mainly aimed at people who are making money out of these events, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, if you're live streaming for free on YouTube or something, and although I don't think advertising would make a difference, but yeah, it's, it, what they said is ticketed events. So I know okay, it's something okay. that you you pay to watch your favorite band live stream a gig or something. Yeah, eight to seventeen percent uh, compared to the usual. 4.2% uh, which they take from actual actual gigs as in actual live gigs. Okay, okay. Uh, so basically everyone got very pissed off and said that's a hell of a lot of money for people who are like, you know, unable to make money from any other gigs or going on tour in any way because there's a pandemic on. Oh, okay. The first I've heard, mate, but uh, I'll take your <laughs> word for it, buddy. The other thing they did was to say that they were going to very helpfully backdate that throughout the whole of 2020 you know wow. to all the other times that people absolutely needed to do live streaming is the only way they could make any money right so does this mean that musicians are going to get more money or less money james well it means they're going to get the same money but they're going to have to pay between eight to 17 percent of it out okay. to prs oh okay okay so this is just prs trying to make a bit more cash because there's no live gigs going on or whatever and they're they're a big company or whatever and they got bills to pay i guess is it they're certainly trying to take a lot of money at a time when it's probably not a very nice thing to do well i mean let's look at it this way everyone is getting shafted <clears throat> from all angles at once you know so is it like one of those videos you show me yeah that's that's exactly right yeah <laughs> <laughs> First was kicked up about this whole thing, and they've basically made a change to the plan. They, yeah, I mean, you've got to understand the idea behind this thing as well. Just, they're not just cranking up a text, but also this is money that's meant to go to people who wrote the music that's being performed. Okay. Uh, so people who are playing other people's songs, that money is being taken by PRS to distribute as royalties to the songwriters. So are the songwriters <laughs> going to get any more cash? Yes, they should. Uh, as opposed to someone live streaming a show where they're playing other people's things other people have written. Okay, <clears throat> okay, that's cool, that's cool. Well, I mean, I guess that's fair enough. But look, here's my take on it, James. Why don't you get a job? Like, you know, we've, <laughs> you know, you can't sit around waiting for people to, to, you know, give you a leg up or whatever. We're all just getting shafted constantly, you know what I mean? I'd love to sit around and get a paycheck or whatever for doing nothing. <clears throat> but I got a graft, mate. I got a graft <laughs> on the flipping Apple Mac, you know what I'm saying? You're talking to the songwriters here, are you? Yes, I am. Yeah, get a job, songwriters. Writing a song? That's the easiest thing in the world. Oh, la di da -di, I love you. Sky high fly, why? Oh, piece of piss, mate. Being a songwriter is not a job. It's not a job. Like, get, you know, be a postman and write songs in your spare time. <laughs> like, it's not fucking rocket science. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fucking divas over here. Anyway, the whole point of this story is that they've uh, changed tack now. They have since said that anything under £500 is going to be eligible for a free licence. What's going to happen to the poor songwriters, though? They are the backbone of our industry. They're pouring their <laughs> heart and soul into this or whatever. You know, you can, we, what price can you put on art, James? That's what I'm asking you. 
It's not enough, James. That is nothing for the effort that these poor, poor people are putting into the music that makes our lives worth living. For God's sake, they're pouring, they're pouring their hearts out, Tim. La di da. They're literally pouring their hearts out, James. That's <laughs> a higher calling than being a postman, isn't oh, it? Oh my God, yes, postman. What do you do? Do you deliver a bunch of letters? <laughs> Bullshit, we got emails now Yeah, basically they tried to shaft a bunch of musicians in favour of songwriters And now are uh, dialing it back a bit Yeah, I yeah, yeah, well. yeah. <laughs> But look, why, why, yeah, let's shaft the musicians and the songwriters, how about that? If you were a songwriter whose work had been uh, covered Let's say, let's say you're, I don't know um, Who's the guy, poverty stricken, you know, um, lives under a bridge Because he doesn't have any money, Chris Martin uh, yeah, imagine, yeah, that's right. Oh, poor Chris Martin, skin. Imagine if during the pandemic, all the little kiddies on YouTube uh, had got together and done a, a live stream gig, and they sang all your all your favorite Coldplay bits. Mm. And Chris Martin wouldn't get any of that uh, money. So you have to backdate those songwriting royalty payments to the start of the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, like, look. Here's the thing. It seems like anyone who's famous enough to have their songs performed by somebody else is probably already loaded. Am I right, James? Uh, that's likely. And if they're not, they're probably not managing their money that well. Yeah, yeah. Look, just save a bit of money. Maybe, pop stars, spend a little bit less money on cocaine and uh, maybe put it in a bank account instead or get a proper job, for example, you know? <laughs> make some make some content, for God's sake. <laughs> Tim, you've, you've set them all to rights. Uh, no, yeah, I, I mean, I'm talking sense, James, basically. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <clears throat> You're really improving. <laughs> hey, I fix the world's problems with my common sense, no nonsense approach. I'll have you know. That is it for this episode. Tim, has it been a wonderful time for you? I'll be honest, mate. I've barely understood what's going on with anything. But uh, yeah, mm. I mean, I'm still breathing. Uh, it's all good. It's all good. You, you seem okay, despite your various, you know, body horror problems or whatever. I, I'm going to count this <laughs> one as a victory. It's just my mouth, man. You don't need <laughs> know, to tell I know, everyone I about... I know, I know that each and every part of your body has got various <laughs> untoward things going on with it. So well done for coping with that sounds like me <laughs> uh, you can go on a4ppodcast.com to see more to pledge money via paypal or you can go to patreon.com slash a4ppodcast to give us money get access to exclusive episodes and videos oh patreon that well that sounds great james what a generous person would donate some money to us what a lovely lovely generous kind man or woman that would be and uh, many thanks to new uh, PayPal donator Charles Bennett. I forgot to shout you out in the last episode, but uh, here's a special one just for you. Hey, sorry about that, Charles. You know, you're you're the real MVP. And hi to your dad, Gordon Bennett. Oh, Tim. <laughs> hey. Uh, we'll catch you next time. <laughs> See you later, guys. Bye.